Swavington Burgundis. Yes, sir, Mr. Cranberry. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's that time of year, man. You know what I'm talking about, man? It's that time of year, man. Right there, man. (laughs) For those of you who are thankful, that's that's usually what we do around this time. I'm I'm loving the fun fact. Wait, yeah, that way. Yeah, right there. Well, that fun fact almost caused a a whole meltdown. An international incident. An international incident. I was almost detained crossing the border. Not to be confused with Ted Turner's own WCW in an international object in lieu of the foreign object. <laughs> with being politically correct goes so far left. Like, why would you do that? <laughs> what do you think? You're going to stop a war by changing it from international object to foreign object? Like or- it, it didn't stop the Pan Am games for not being there, uh, being shown on your network. So. <laughs> so did you think like collision in Korea wouldn't happen if you didn't change it? We it was- wouldn't have got uh, what the showdown in the rising sun in 91. We wouldn't have got Sting and, and Luger versus the Steiners. I mean, at least it's better than calling it the WCW Foreign Championship. <laughs> I guess this is a great place to start, Suave. WCW's back in the news again. For what? Seven Bucks Entertainment is wanting to do a document or a series or a show or a movie or something related to the downfall of WCW. <laughs> Okay, uh, yeah, I, I did. I did read a little bit about this. So apparently, Seven Bucks Productions wants to make a series about the demise of WCW. So I don't know where that means they will pick up from, but from most certain, we know where it ends. We absolutely know the end date. Don't know where they're gonna start from. The casting will make or break this. I don't care how corny the dialogue is. I don't care because we know how this happens. We know how this ends. Everything in between is just how much can you entertain me in that moment? And most of that is going to have to do with who you cast to play these roles. Let, let's let's talk about that. Let's unpack that part real quick, Swab. We okay. on this show, we document. Oh, let's back up real quick. Like, by the fest- this? by the festivities listed on the screens below you here or below our, our heads here, you know what time of year it is. Today is Monday, November the twentieth. Yeah, of our Lord. Yeah, of our Lord. I said, yeah, of our Lord. Yeah, of our Lord. Twenty and twenty. Tree. Wiggle wee, convenient. Let me in, and then run. Run. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the church say. Yeah. Hey, amen. You're going to need to pray so You might yeah. as well say amen at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what, uh, what, what, what was I going with that, Swab? So, we, we were, we were going to unpack the casting aspect of the series about WCW's demise. The, the, the actors, the, the SAG after strike just ended, just wrapped up. Thank goodness. We get our TV back, right? Right. But even without the strike, unless you're going to pay to go to, and I'm going to say this very lovingly, 
North Texas to contract a ton of non-acting professional wrestling talent to be professional wrestlers, there aren't enough actors in the space to occupy the athleticism, the athleticism that's required to be a professional wrestler, even in an acting mode. So the cast will absolutely have to be on point if you're planning on putting them in some type of like action sequences related to other than the finger poke of doom, of course. But let's talk well, about, Mr. go ahead. I'm gonna say, well, Mr. Cornish, here's what I would say. <laughs> I would say it would be dubious of us to do a mixtape of the cat, of the, the people, pivotal roles that we know have to be played during this series. And then cat, if we can come up with somebody, cat. Ooh. Ooh. Cause I, hey, Ooh. It's pretty, <laughs> pretty 50, my boy. <laughs> I'm deep frying You frying giant turkeys for real. <laughs> this is not a game. This is whip for real. Game. Whip game proper. Oh, man. Okay. All right. <clears throat> let, me, let me stretch on this one. Uh, here, here, here's what you do. You, you got a notepad up? We're going to make a list of these people. I, I'm, I almost need to. As a matter of fact, I need to write. I'm, I've got a pen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you going handwriting? That's how you feel. I, you know, I, I because Cornish hands are fancy. Oh, I got a hilarious story about Cornish hands. On you, you got to stuff them with apples and cinnamon and put them on your grill with a beer can. Understand what I'm talking about? Oh, a little bit of culture. <laughs> put some culture cross your cross your uh top. Let the oh. E40 say, "Ugh." <laughs> the goon with the spoon. <laughs> Shout out to Snoop for being 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 smokeless. Hey, look, Snoop pulled the greatest marketing swerve in the history of social media with that. The the first part about that whole smokeless campaign when he actually broke silence. And then them. How high was he? He might have been so high that it wasn't him that posted it. Oh man! And then them uh, in the arms of an angel photos, he was posting like he was, one, <laughs> like he was battling sobriety. <laughs> Sarah McLaughlin is sitting here somewhere, just, yeah. g- g- just giving her, just giving Snoop just sound bites for free. Remix. I thoroughly enjoyed that. Yeah. And, uh, since, and since we're on the subject, the 30th year anniversary of Doggy Style. Is um, there's a limited edition vinyl? Well, there's two limited edition vinyls. Each vinyl comes with two records. There's a there's clear vinyl and then there's black with a like a smoke effect on it. Okay. Which both of those are for pre-order now. And then there's a limited limited edition green cassette tape. I need at least one of those collectibles in my office. So, I understand you probably wouldn't you wouldn't like fire up any one of those. In order for me to get the vinyl, you as have I, to cut up with it. What? Well, no, not even that. G's and Hustlers got to be on there. G's and Hustlers was only on the cassette. It wasn't on the CD, and I don't think it was on the first round of vinyl. Do you think I would have brought that up 
if it didn't. Oh. Oh, 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 oh swab. No, oh, man. man. Now you now you got <sighs> the SN double O P D O double G. Like, come on, fam. Like, do you rip who am I? <laughs> I can't I can't say that. I can't finish that. <laughs> oh, not on this show, I can't. I mean you can, it's just it's extra editing. Uh I'm corrupt. <laughs> <laughs> I gives a what? <laughs> uh, man, very few of them too. <laughs> Boom! So there's yeah, there's the, uh, the the Instagram announcement, and then I'm gonna send you the the link to the purchase. This is so amazing, considering he actually owns all this stuff now. Absolutely, I'm trying to tell you. It means so much more to see that. I mean, I've always, I hated the fact that he always wore that doggy style jacket, but I appreciated it more knowing that, you know, it's, he's advertising his brand. Bro, there's a onesie and I want that for Christmas. Like I wanted to be able to wear on Christmas morning. <laughs> of the like, album? Yeah. Yes. Oh it, man. What I just sent you, you can see it. Now you can you can watch that once we're done with this. It'll give you all the details, and the price is like so pristine. You almost want to get one to for you. It'd be one to rock and one to stock. For those sneakerheads watching, who you know, I just had to impart some sneaker wisdom, but apply it to this musical situation. However you apply it, however thou shall apply it. I just sent that to the missus. I hope she does with that what she will. Facts. Love you, baby. <laughs> I see Put it. Put the spin on it. I see it tonight. <laughs> All right. You don't rub your block that. Put the club soda on there. Twenty-five thousand dollars worth. Right, you, do you have your pen in hand? Got the pen. Boom. So. Got 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 my got my writing my writing utensil or my writing uh, receptacle over here. There are people that are going to have to be casted within the framework of this show for it to be effective. I can give you just, I can give you 10 just without even trying. That's all we going to do. We going to do a top 10. That's so this might be the hardest one we've ever done because we got to limit ourselves. <laughs> I mean, it's portion control. We, we're dealing with Thanksgiving. It's all about the season. It's portion control. This is a so diet. This is a diet. For those of you who are either fasting or watching your intake, or if you're just in the middle of a program and you don't want to slip up too bad for the holiday, portion control, moderation, this is what we're doing. Top 10, so we cast in the top 10 roles. Please please chime in because, this, Suave, you got to come with the artwork for this one. On, on the, uh, at Broken Pencil BC on everything. Every social media platform, especially the Instagram, tap in. We, we need your help on this one. The top, the top why. ten, and you can make your own top ten, or you can just spitball onesie twosies as you want to. Pencil pushes. Let's give Indeed. you ten. Who, who's going for? Are we gonna do a coin flip on this first? I mean, if you feel the need, there are games on for Thanksgiving, so there is a coin flip. Nah, we can save it for that. I'll let you go first. I'm in the spirit of giving. Go ahead, give me number one. Got to cast Eric Bischoff. Absolutely, I would not accept any other answer number or first besides Eric Bischoff. Not that this is in any order. But no. there's no way I'm letting anything like even if it with me, that's my number one. Okay, who you got? Number two. This was a hard one. 
and there's no wrong answer here for this one. (laughs) Your child. I'm going to go with Kevin Nash. Excellent. Hit the bell for yourself. Pivotal, super pivotal, super pivotal. I'm going to say that it's imperative that you cast Hulk Hogan. That was my other number two. Nash would have been my number three. Okay. Number four. None of this happens without Sting. Agreed. Agreed. Um, because I wonder about how far they're going to go back, I know how, I know where I would pick up from if I was in charge of the pin. So for that reasoning, I am going to say you have to, have to, have to cast Vince Russo. Ooh. You have to. You can't, you can't finish the ending. You can't end. You're no, you're you're hundred percent right. He won't be in the entire show unless they base the entire show around the ending. But not even close. Monumental in all of this. Number six. I'm here's a curveball. I don't know if you had this one on your agenda or not. But we gotta see him somehow, somewhere in the show. About to see what you got, Vincent Kennedy McMahon. Think about it. We lost. I can see that. We I lost. Can see why you would say that? Yeah, we lost Nash. We lost uh, Hall. Uh, we lost uh, Waltman. Mm-hmm. You let DiBiase walk. Um, and then. There was also the whole uh, Monday Night Wars that started around the time Kevin Nash showed up on television. Okay. So, I mean, I, there's more I could go into, but Vince McMahon is as part is as much of a part at, for, to the demise of WCW as he was to the importance of the Monday Night Wars with WCW. I got you. And for that reason... You have to cast Ric Flair. Another stellar pick. For for the in-ring purposes as well as the out-of-the-ring purposes because his, his on-again, off-again, contentious relationship with Eric Bischoff is a part of what breaks everything down. There's, there's legalities. There were legal proceedings that took place because of the interaction between Eric Bischoff and Ric Flair. Here, here's more low hanging. Well, it's not, it's not low hanging. It's, it's, this is a deep cut. It's a deep cut. Okay. okay. You'll love this one though. Uh oh. Doug Dillinger. WCW head of security. Yeah, I love it. Love it. Love it. Love it for so many reasons. How many more people do I have? We got. You got one more. Okay. I was, uh, I'm not going to cheat the game because I had the idea to cheat the game and get like a three for one, but that that's not, that's not how we do things here. 
So I mean, I'll I'll use it as a bonus cut. I'll use it as a bonus cut. Okay, it, it's gonna matter, but not as much as some people might think. So my last choice is the other half of the outsiders. You got to cast Scott Hall. Okay, this is not yeah. where this is not where I thought you were going with it. Okay. We had to limit this as ten. Now we go. Are we going to do? Uh, 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 we great a bonus gr- track. Nothing uh, else. No, no, no. Greatest misses. Nah. Wow. Wait, greatest misses. Yeah. So people we left off. No, nah, we can't do it. Everybody's job for them. <laughs> if, if we gonna do the, the casting, then sell me mine. <laughs> okay, number ten. I won't. I won't even say any further. Like I won't even explain this one. I'm just gonna give you number ten. Jeff Jarrett. Ooh, because he's <laughs> crucial to the Russo era. Very, 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 very astute assumption and the observation on your part. Um, my bonus cut, where I was gonna get at least three for one, was going to be um, the WCW announced team. Yo, so funny, funny. Wait, which which announced team though? That's that's the part that has to be figured out. Like <laughs> Tony Schiavone is is you have Skiavone for he's sure. The one con- he's the one constant. I would also say Heenan. That would be so hard, but I mean, but th- why are we here? If we're not gonna do the hard work to make the most compelling entertainment we can, why are we here? Why, and, are you, and, why are you even setting up lights? And despite the IWC, I would cast uh, I would cast him as Paul what with Paul Heyman. Oh, absolutely <laughs> not. You know that ain't happening. <laughs> um, and then I would probably say Mike Tanay. I'm not mad at Mike Tanay. Uh, I think you can get Mike Tanay to play Mike Tanay if we being a hundred percent honest about it. Zabisco would be another one you could throw in there. Dusty uh, Rhodes, McMichael. Uh, See, I, I don't expect them to do weekly TV, and McMichael is someone. Depending on when you pick the conversation up in this show, you can skip over him and not miss it. True, because he he had come and gone, both on the commentary and in the ring. Like he starts off the Nitro era, but then he's also he's going to end up shifting to in ring competition within a year. So by the time the, the Monday Night Wars start, he's in the ring. Yeah. So yeah, that that's my uh, that's my deep cut would be the how you um, how you cast the announced team because they're gonna have a great effect on certain aspects and especially with Shivani because he had a behind the scenes role too. The only other person that I would have thrown on this list if I had to, and you say we not going to get anybody to do their job for them or whatever. However, you just did, so I'm going to do one. Booker right. T. That's not bad. Yeah, Book, Booker T would have been the one that I had to do because he, he, you ever seen the movie Waiting with Ryan Reynolds and uh, and uh, what's what's my man's name? Uh, Dane Cook. Uh, who else was in it? Uh, I don't ho- know. Uh, ho- uh, Guzman was in it. Yeah, I believe uh, I've had the pleasure. It, it's a, it's a, it came out. I want to say late '90s, early 2000s. 
And it's about uh, a group of people working at a restaurant, similar to like, you know, Benning and something like that. And uh, hanging out, everybody kicking in the kitchen. Uh, Andy Milanakis is in it. And uh, one dude quits because he's just like, it's his first day. And everybody's acting a fool with him. Like he's not learning anything. It's the typical first day in, in a restaurant. So he goes out with the bang. It's like, F you, F you, F you, you're cool. And But, it, but he does it like greeting everybody the riot act and then uh he talks smack to one of the cooks and it happens to be dane cook and uh he might say oh and especially f you and he's like me what did i do booker t being in this cast is the me what did i do and he didn't do anything wrong he's just there <laughs> but he but he's pivotal to the story so just run it back we got for the cast of this WCW series from Seven Bucks, necessities, needed characters to be played. Eric Bischoff, Kevin Nash, Hulk Hogan, Sting, Vince Russo, Vincent Kennedy McMahon, Ric Flair. That was the first time we ever saw or ever heard Rick, uh, Ric Flair's government name was on WCW programming during this time frame. Uh, Doug Dillinger, Scott Hall, Jeff Jarrett. There you go. That was quick and easy. <laughs> it was. Now we got to cast these people, though. That's the part. See, it's, it's a two-part question. You have to be able to cast these people. You you remember, I don't know how far. It had to be season one, maybe season two of this show. We dug up the, uh, we opened up the books on WCW. <laughs> we, had a, we had a 1996 WCW financial call. <laughs> On this show, say, <laughs> so, hey, look, if we, if we can ever get things situated with Ice Train, we gonna have some real insight on some stuff that we probably shouldn't even know. Man, that Christmas is the gift that keeps on giving. Ice Train, Hogue, that's the big fan. big Hogue. Come yeah. on, man. <laughs> you, you dig? You dig? Yeah, bro. We come on, man. Come on, man. We we here. We still here. We waiting on you, man. And it's not a bad wait either. Just understand. I, we know it's gonna nah, be nah, greater we, later. We gonna get it together. Don't even worry about it. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, let's, let's keep this. Let's keep this train moving. <laughs> Pun intended. Keep this train moving on. Um. Who we you, just so. Go we ahead. Said we, we said we're we gonna cast our, our mixtape real quick, right? Hmm. We gonna. You said we're gonna cast our mixtape right quick, right? Oh, we gonna cast them too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, wow. Outside. Okay, okay. All right, run so, it. You, so just cast your draft pick. We'll just go alternating and cast the draft pick. Man, my acting game. Go ahead, though. Go ahead, go ahead. Um, Look, that's what I've been doing all the time. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's why you looking down, you jerk. <laughs> hey, call it what you want to. I'm doing, I'm doing practical. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I got, um, I got Eric Bischoff as my first choice. Uh, I'm casting Jeremy Piven. For those of you who don't know who Jeremy Piven is, you Jeremy sure? Piven is Ari Gold from Entourage. You sure you don't want to put him as uh, Eric Bischoff? <laughs> I mean, Vince, Vince Russo, rather? <laughs> no, 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 no. I have no clue who's going to play Russo, but I know who needs to play Bischoff. Piven, because I've seen Jeremy Piven on Entourage, I know he can pull off Bischoff. All he needs is a hairpiece. That's it. Oh, man. 
Uh, I know for a fact he can pull that off. I don't even I don't even know anybody tall enough to pull off Kevin Nash. Oh, uh, I I had one person, and I don't know if if like his current his current employer would become a problem for that. Big Bill, Colin Cassidy. So I thought I thought about Big Bill because of the hair. Because of the height. Well, well, well. Hold on. I got somebody else too that would that could cover the height. Who that? Uh, Matt Morgan. I have not seen Matt Morgan in probably a decade. Neither have I. I but that doesn't mean you can't dig him up. No, I don't mean like <laughs> making contact. Like, what does he look like now? <laughs> he, but he's he fits. He's he's. I mean, as long as he doesn't have like a like an overt beer gut, like I'm sure, uh, you know, hair and makeup could do him, do him I mean, just fine. He he fits the bill as turn in terms of the last time you saw him. But you have to see what he looks like now. He could look like Braun Strowman now. Yeah. Okay. I'm with you. I'm with you. Who you got for good criteria? Ooh, um, great question. And yo, wait till you see this. Oh boy, wait till you see this. Go ahead though. I, I don't worry. I'm sending um, it to you. To cast as good try Terry. I really don't have anybody at the forefront of my mind. Other than the person who's already been in talks to play Hogan in some sort of fashion. That's Chris Hemsworth. I don't know if this particular series is going to be able to pay him that type of bread to play this role. Sometimes they don't need that. And, I, and I'll give you I'll give you a, a perfect example of why with Sting. Okay. Stephen Amell. Okay. okay. <laughs> He's already got the wrestling chops down. You cut the hair off, like you can do anything you want to with that hair. Like you can grow the hair out. It's not like he's bald headed. He just cut his hair down. Like I, I, I can, I can see that. Look, look at what I just sent you in your iMessage. What? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's not playing. He's he's not going to play Kevin Nash. <laughs> you can you can hang that up, fam. He could. Would you like to tell people why he won't play Kevin Nash now? Oh man, Matt Morgan, who was a stuttering idiot in WWE, went to TNA and actually had great success in TNA. Two-time World Tag Team fans. Champion is now the mayor of Longwood, Florida. Actually, the former mayor of Longwood, Florida. He's a, he's in politics. <laughs> he's the East Coast Kane. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep, that ain't happening. I yeah, tried. I tried. Out, out, of the, out of there, famo. Big Bill it is. Big Bill it oh. is. <laughs> uh, who you got for Russo, man? For Russo, for Russo, Seth Green. Seth Green. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow, that yes. that hits different. I see. I, I, 
I'm I'm very much and if you Google Seth Green and just see him wearing a beard, I 100% feel like if you just dyed all that black, we could we could get somewhere. He doesn't have to be tall because he's smaller than all the wrestlers. He just needs to be able to do the accent, a heavy New York accent, and play the role as directed. I think he can do it. <sighs> Who I want to play Vince McMahon probably would be out of the pay grade. But oh man, the Caprio fam. And the only reason I picked DiCaprio is because of that damn meme that he has that came in that movie. Damn, we so far over budget. <laughs> this would be the highest paid TV but, show in history. I'm just I'm mind blown how you just, just wasted the budget halfway through the casting. <laughs> I just, bruh, come on, fam. Like, DiCaprio, man, you can't tell me DiCaprio can't play Vince McMahon. Let's just be this would be the highest paid TV show in history. <laughs> Leonardo DiCaprio playing Vince McMahon. Like there's a bank. Show? There's a bank being built right next to the set of this show. Who is producing this? <laughs> Seven bucks. This, this is not no, I'm saying this is not the OJ trial documentary with John Travolta. And Cuba. <laughs> Come on, bro. You, you have Vinny Barbarino and Trey Styles. So, so Matthew McConaughey gonna play Ric Flair? Woo. Well, all right. Woo. <laughs> uh, Who's next? So, are you who you got for for, for Ric Flair? I'm a Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> Obviously, money's no object. <laughs> Obviously, we got we have to do, we have to do some homework and kind of get trim this budget down. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got time to be watching no indie films looking for somebody who might fit the bill. We done started blowing the budget. Just blow the budget. All right. I'm going to tell you who needs to play Doug Dillinger. I got a perfect Doug Dillinger, and I'm wondering if you're going to pick the same person. John Goodman? No. <laughs> that, is, that is a good pick, though. Because you, you've been watching the righteous. Yeah. <laughs> righteous gemstones, you bitch. In that case, you can... You can Cash Danny McBride. Danny McBride would be Vince. (laughs) Boom, boom, boom. Take take back my DiCaprio. Cash Danny McBride is Vince. Okay, take my McConaughey away for Ric Flair and you use uh, Walter Goggins. I'll take it. It kills kills the COVID. It kills COVID. Yeah. Uh, No, but. My uh, my my choice for Doug Dillinger would have been Jonathan Banks, aka Mike from Breaking Bad. Ooh, Mike Ehrman Trout. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in my bag, G. <laughs> Who next? Uh, Scott Hall for you. Ooh, Scott Hall. You need someone who looks like they're of another of another nationality, even though they are not. Uh, Scott Hall. Mm. What actor could play Scott Hall? What's wild is if you found the right (laughs) NOIE. Hey, 
since you done said that, and we do have somebody in the NOIE family tree who wants to start testing Hollywood. Uh oh, Roman Reigns. <laughs> let let Roman Reigns play Scott Hall. I'm I, not only am I gonna let you cook. Let me let me give people some backstory in case you are are like really tripping. Like you you dove as deep into this as we have. Pause. WCW is owned by WWE, so it's a perfect. It's a, it's it's a built in marriage there. Finally came up with somebody, John Bernthal. For those of you who don't know who that is, that is the man who played the Punisher in the Netflix series. Mm. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to get active real quick. Now, for the one time. This may sound like a bank breaker. But he's been as if we haven't had enough already. He he's been he's been pretty modest as of late. And it's it's okay. for the betterment of television viewers and, and, and moviegoers everywhere. All right, let's hear what you got. For Jeff Jarrett, Brad Pitt. Are you kidding? <laughs> we have no more money. I can't cast anybody for that. <laughs> the extra game is going to be, they're going to have an extra hangout on the corner of Cadiz and Industrial, now known as Riverfront. <laughs> bruh, bruh. Are we, bruh, bruh. The corner of Riverfront and Sanders and Chavez. <laughs> this, this show ain't getting. This show ain't getting. It's a whole. It's a parking lot there. It's just. It's just grass. It's owned by the Von Eric family. <laughs> My God. Did I already cash Ric Flair? <laughs> you did. Did I? You did. Who did I cash for? Play Flair. Uh, who did we class? Because I didn't write that down. Because you're not writing any of this down. <laughs> they got to rewind this. <laughs> uh, who did you? Oh, go ahead, go ahead and cast Flair again, just for the hell of it. It can't go. Uh, it can't. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> did we cast somebody from uh, Righteous Gemstones? You casted John Goodman, Doug Dillinger. With Doug Dillinger. Because I, because I had DiCaprio and I took DiCaprio away. Right, and then I took away. It wasn't Ric Flair we were casting for, though. Oh, oh, it was Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, I got right. I got rid of Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> um, who did I replace him with? Yeah, yeah. Hell, if I know. Rewind it. Brad Cooper. <laughs> Cooper to play play Ric Flair. <laughs> that's how you do that, Bradley Cooper. Oh right, man, you, you could get Anderson Cooper to play Tony Schiavone. <laughs> no, you know who I really want to play uh, Tony Schiavone? Zach Galifianakis. Uh, he got the he he. Well, Tony Tony lost the mustache by then, but yes, if he I don't need I don't need him with facial hair. He can shave all of it off, <laughs> but we know if he grows the mustache back, he's gonna fit in perfect. He's Zach eight, Galifianakis he's eight, has the voice. Yeah, he's up to eighty eight on Tony on the ski of home. That's for sure. <laughs> Originally, I was gonna cast Jonah Hill as as um as Tony Schiavone. But what Sh I can do, Jonah, Jonah Hill could be Mark Jonah. Madden. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. That synergy. There you have it, right there. Bingo. Good job, sir. Oh man, what a Great time! Why, bye. <laughs> what by as I say. <laughs>
Yo. Absolutely. It is a joyous time of year. All right, as we continue on, we did have AEW full gear this past uh, Saturday. We did. We did. The Texas death match came as advertised. I'm okay with them referencing Texas because on the on 220, I was like, look, nobody in this match is from Texas, and I don't have the highest confidence in one person's tie to cowboy culture being the reason to put Texas on everything. I don't I don't necessarily need to be connected to everything he does. But in this situation, this is blood bloodier than anything we've seen in recent memory, and we've seen some bloodbaths on AEW television. Like we've seen, we've seen reckless deathmatch situations on AEW television, and then we're seasoned enough to have seen some real life. We've seen deathmatch culture evolve or devolve depending on your position. We've seen just, uh, I can just name deathmatches with with uh, Funk and Mafoli all the I, way up to now. I'm about to say we've we've seen. Terry Funk, we've seen Dusty Rhodes, we've seen Ric Flair, heel and face. We've seen uh, homicidal, suicidal, genocidal, death-defying Sabu. And he earned every bit of that. In the 1980s, we saw Abdullah the Butcher. We've seen Maniac, uh, Maniac Mark, the man's name is Maniac. Mark Lewin. Bruiser Brody. Bruiser Bam Bam King Kong Bruiser Brody. We've seen deathmatch culture at its finest. This is probably I don't you know what we need a we need a tournament. I got a question for you. Shoot. First person comes to mind I have I have in my head right here already. But it's making me wonder this question. Who is the manager of the bloodiest faction? Of all time, if don't confuse Blackpool bloody Com- for dangerous, because I know who that is. If Blackpool Combat Club still had William <laughs> Regal, it'd be him because Moxley bleeds weekly. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's a difficult one. Like the first one that comes to mind for me is Gary Hart. Okay, I was gonna say it was gonna be somebody in that era. It was gonna be Gary Hart or Scandal Akbar. That's the or, thing. Akbar's group was group was usually administering the, the punishment. They weren't the ones bleeding. Well, then yes, we need we need uh, clearer definitions on bloody. Yeah. You just if you're just always bleeding, like obviously you're not coming out on the on the top side of a lot of this stuff. Pause. At Gary Hart, we had at one point one man gang. We had Mark Lewin. Uh, who who else would have uh, missing link? Kabuki? Yep. The Dangerous Alliance bled a lot, but they didn't... When they bled, they bled a lot. They didn't bleed that often. I think they might have really got to it in war games, and then after that... Uh, they were... Hmm. I feel like if there's a faction that's bleeding all the time, they either... Their faces that don't have management, and if you're a heel with management and you're bleeding all the time... <laughs> Some ain't right, other than maybe the four horsemen. Because the horsemen were about selling. They were going they were leaving with the gold at the end of the night, but they were selling, putting the opponent over, and part of that included blood. So that might be 
the next they would definitely be top five if any pencil pusher out there has access to any episodes of championship sports that was world-class championship wrestling on saturday nights on ktvt channel 11 in, mm-hmm. da- in dallas Championship sports was not labeled as world-class championship wrestling. So if you have the red, yellow, and and blue ropes, that ain't what I'm talking about. I need the three red ropes from the uh, Will Rogers Convention Center in downtown or in in Fort Worth, Texas, near uh, Cowtown. Wow. Anybody got those? Holler at us. Show at BrokenPencilBC.com, BrokenPencilBC at gmail.com. We need that. We need that. Uh, anyway, <laughs> jumping off on a tangent. Texas Deathmatch. As we proceed. Yeah, Texas Deathmatch. Game is advertised. Uh, Swerve Strickland, the right guy won. The, ir- the irony is the fact that. We called it. The heart. We did. Hardcore fans think that the tags were a tribute to Terry Funk, and it could have been perceived as such. Swerve removed all of that and said it was a tribute to the late great Bray Wyatt. Shouts out for can that. I, can I ask people of the internet wrestling community to stop doing this one thing? Oh, stop here we comes. Stop reporting your opinion as fact. Solomon. That's if you think it was a tribute to Terry Funk, say that in that manner. Do not report your opinion as though it is verified fact because now you're spreading misinformation Mm. to the point that the person you're spreading misinformation about has to clear it up when truthfully that's not something he would have had to clear up. Otherwise, it's just up for interpretation or that's one of those things like if he ever gets to talk about the match five, ten years from now, that's something you could bring up then. Just, just do me that solid. Just, just stop reporting your opinion as fact. I'm trying to find. That. I'm trying yeah, to think- find this tweet because it was a. It was a, one of those. Um, one of those tweets that popped up, and I'm trying to find any any semblance of this because it's part of the toxicity that is. Matter of fact, you got something to talk about on toxicity while I try to dig this up. Uh, yeah. Uh, so ahead. apparently, apparently, someone who at one point was a major proponent of being an AEW apologist to a degree has taken a stance on an ex AEW talent that is guilty of putting them in a disparaging light so the guy we refuse to talk about on the show anymore because of you know previous stupidity has gone yet another level and decided to say that jade cargill not air quotes debuting yet is not a result of like long-term planning not a result of any sort of larger plan it's simply because WWE saw her wrestle and now they're not sure. That's 
when have you ever really known someone who was already wrestling to be signed by Stanford only to then be evaluated as someone who could not perform the given task. On the surface, it's never been done. Okay. Let's start with a legal reason. <laughs> no one wants to be charitied their work. No one wants to be handed money for the sake of saying, I'm suing you for defamation based on the fact that you think that I can't perform my job. What we have seen is someone like, oh, I don't know, Gable Steveson, who's a bona fide stud outside of the WWE when it comes to his his claim to fame, which is amateur wrestling. He had one match in WWE and has had, to my knowledge, to my count, two stints with WWE, once with an NIL deal while he was in college, once post-college, that led to the match that he had at an NXT event, uh, at a PLE, and then has subs uh, subsequently left NXT again. So if I had to pinpoint one person where that could possibly be the case without being told that that's the case, I'm gonna say Gable Stevenson. But on the surface being told that you can't do your job and we, because we've seen what you can do and it's not what, what what's, what's quality for us at this company not ha never happened i mean there's there's such a thing as slow to pick up because some people um they pick it up at an accelerated rate kurt angle is an outlier because he was a collegiate and olympic wrestler and he's the He's the top tier of, of transitioning and picking it up quickly. The it's the epitome of a natural. Right. What is not natural to wrestlers of that ilk is being on their back on a regular basis. Well, what's the first thing you learn when you start wrestling school? Either A, taking a bump, or B, hitting the ropes. Neither of which feel natural. To someone it builds muscle memory. That part. So you're <laughs> unlearning the muscle memory that made him an Olympic champion to learn the muscle memory that would make him a future WWE champion. I would expect that to take a, a little bit longer than normal. In Jade Cargill's situation, you've already seen her wrestle. You're just trying to polish what you've seen or maybe unlearn some bad habits that she's picked up. Truth truth be told, she was getting help from Cody. She got a lot of help from Dustin and she was getting help from uh, Brian Danielson. And from each one of those people, you saw a, you saw improvement. Hell, she's a, she's a product of the nightmare factory. Ding, ding, ding. So you can't say like she had poor training going in it's just one time and place. Because we just talked about on 220, it could have been the time to debut her for War Games, but for a litany of reasons that you can go back and see on that episode, there's a reason we didn't. They're not going to let her get out there without learning the WWE way. 
which we also know that is a specialized version of professional wrestling. No one anywhere else teaches and preaches professional wrestling the way they do in Stanford. And if they if, making- if they did, it's because they were there in Stanford. Bing bong. Or you are a subsidiary of you're a talent funnel <laughs> for WWE. Like if if OVW was still a part of the framework or if Florida Championship Wrestling was still a part of the framework, it's what NXT is. They take people in and they teach them how to do it their way. And the list of people that come from independent wrestling or outside of the Stanford walls to bypass NXT is few and far between. AJ Styles comes to mind. What else were you going to teach him other than where the hard camera is? (laughs) Which he knew that because he played in WCW. He was a star in TNA and Impact. Like... Bing, bing, bong. <laughs> he went to he went to Japan, like Ring of Honor, like Ring of Honor. The hard cameras in a different side of the building. Every building you go in, give him the list of things that he can't bring with him from Japan, move set wise, and turn him loose. That's <laughs> it. That's it. That's all. So hey, 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 watch this pop. <laughs> Long story short, so I, I just think that's irresponsible journalism by someone who is, you know, at this point just famous for irresponsible journalism and unfounded truth. Let me let me add to that. As fans, we have to stop trying to compare an apple to an orange. They grow on two different trees and two different types of year, two different climates, and they taste completely different. Facts. You can't say that a man who went from consistently competing in the mid to high 100 pound range, who's put on enough weight to be legitimately classified as a heavyweight, who put on one of the damnedest matches we have ever seen in a death match in Shane Swerve Strickland. I'm giving him the whole name because he deserves it for this. You can't say because he's begging for in promos for a shot in an era where if you don't take a bull, you take the bull by the horns yourself, you don't get anything. You you can't even cook a hamburger. You can't blame him for saying what he says if he has a free microphone. Nor can you compare what he's trying to do and what's about to happen for him by minimizing the person who is cross town. That has been carrying the company for three freaking years, working I mean, the, working the most part time of part time schedules. You want to? Here's how you know. You take him. You take Roman Reigns away from WrestleMania. See how many tickets you get refunded tomorrow. See how many how many tickets that were purchased get either were attempted to be refunded or be sold somewhere else. They're not the same. But what you're not going to do is talk about why Swerve is begging for three months for the spotlight. He gonna get as much spotlight as he deserves. I've already said it before. I don't care for his theme song. It ain't my cup of tea. But. Just in just last night, 
in front of my wife and daughter. I was swerving when I drive. <laughs> All the pressure I apply. For the confines in which it is used, I am totally okay with it. Yeah. Like, I'm, am I going to listen to it in the car? Nah. <laughs> Never. O- only if I'm mid-joke. <laughs> Like it has to serve a purpose. Am I listening to it for my own? Is it part of my regular listening palette? No. Is it something I'll listen to in in a certain setting or a certain mood? Yeah, because I'll listen to Nakamura's interest music in a certain setting. Same thing for AJ Styles. Same thing for the old school um, Undisputed Era theme song. In In a given scenario, Yes. Red light parking lots of wrestling events by all means. Like I I have gotten loose before doing that kind of stuff. That's fun. Right. You know. But let Swerve swerve. Let him go get active. Get what he couldn't get in Stanford, which is an opportunity. People can say that he took opportunity and, and squandered it. I beg to differ. The, the type of things for the type of wrestler that he is that he's trying to accomplish he could not do in Stanford proof of that is the death match he put on on Saturday now I'm not saying I, I, I'm not here for all the blood and guts like I used to be that served a purpose and just like I think it, oh, go ahead. like Swerve said Saturday though I hope to God that's it for for Paige I hope he doesn't come back that's how you blow off a, th- a feud right there. Pa- if Paige comes back from this, it's a blown opportunity for AEW, not for Swerve. Of course, but okay. On the flip, on, on the flip side, before I give it back to you, on the flip side, WWE Roman Reigns quit talking about how short his time. I mean, how how worthless of a champion he is. He's carrying the company on his back. There, there have there has been scuttlebutt that he may be dealing with some health issues. We already know one major one that has already rehashed itself since he's been a professional wrestler. That's something people don't come back from. He's here. We need to appreciate him every time we see him. Factual. This is your daily acknowledgement in real life. Like it, it, it always takes something above and beyond the call of duty to make people understand or make them see what you're saying and in the context that you're saying it in is asinine we should not things should not have to get this serious again for you to realize hey this guy is not like everybody else there are certain reasons that this goes on but again I know why because if it was someone else we wouldn't hear that and we've we've discussed it at, at, at nauseum at this point. I'm cool with it. You know, Lesnar didn't get any of the smoke on either side. He he got some, not to this level. Um, which I was cool with Lesnar when he was doing it. Like I'm, I watch with a different lens. So if if the dude just did not work as champion at all and you were just okay if Roman was doing what Dean Ambrose did with the United States title then I'd say you know what y'all playing games stop playing games huh? 
All that talking and faking. <laughs> look at all this money we making. Mm. Roman is Roman is. Look, I do realize the price of everything is much higher than it has ever been. But still, the numbers are what the numbers are. So if we're grossing all-time box office numbers and that guy's the champion, he's the last match on every show that he's on, bing bong. Compare it with the numbers, compare it to the numbers where he's not the guy, the last guy of the last match. <laughs> and then there's your answer. Factual data. That's all we talking about. We talking about data and performance. Six, seven years ago, you couldn't even see him in that spot. And here we are dealing with him when we get to see him at the beginning of the show and the end of the show. And Swerve is just trying to get like his tribal chief. Is that a is, why is this a problem? <laughs> I don't know. There's gonna be some people online that are that are exceedingly upset that you you found a way to weave Stanford and Jacksonville business together. That's what's gonna be it. That's what's gonna be the problem. Now, besides the obvious. Now let's have a little fun. Please <laughs> let's get let's let's, get, let's let's get off this series. Let's have a little fun real quick. Please. Nature Boy Ric Flair is one of AEW's new assignees. We'll we'll get to a couple others here in just a second. Woo fam, woo. But he didn't sign on as talent cuz we haven't gotten the official announcement that Ric Flair is all elite. What is he signed on for, Suave? I don't know what the official title of it is what product what type of product so rick flair has an energy drink <laughs> stop <laughs> 16 time arguably 19 time world heavyweight champion depending on whose book you read double heart patient has the official energy drink of a pro wrestling company Something okay. that has known to accelerate blood pressure, <laughs> contribute to strokes. <laughs> it, has, it, it has a warning and a disclaimer on it. No other energy drink on the market has a warning and disclaimer on the bottle. Shouts out to Prime. They should. After what I read about, they sh that that these that, that is these the twenty one in the same. <laughs> These are one in the same for how absolutely how much of a dice roll <laughs> that's the one <laughs> it's a di I swear to God like, okay look with Ric Flair's energy drink it is literally suggested that you do not drink more than one a day one two three four five woo with five o's energy.com is the website go 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 read for yourself we i'm not even gonna i don't want nobody sending me no type of legality papers that's saying i didn't disparage the product i just want you to go read I'm, I'm 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 here i'm about to give it to the people sparkling mushroom elixir 
comes in three flavors, dragon fruit, lemon, and strawberry banana. The first question on this site is, what are adaptogenic mushrooms? Well, Suave, thanks for asking. Adaptogenic mushrooms have been around for centuries. These compounds contain adaptogens that help the body fight off harmful chemicals and biological effects that create stress at a cellular level. Using these true. naturally potent antioxidants daily can help protect and enhance overall well-being. Absolutely truthful. When done in moderation. <laughs> uh, let's see here. They already put the moderation cap on there. They said no more than one a day. It's got lines, man. <laughs> no Terrence Howard. And cordyceps, which are widely known to boost energy and rejuvenate the mind, body, and soul by helping you reach new heights, I bet. Mushroom so, energy okay. boosting blend can help increase mental clarity, enhance performance, and elevate stamina. It can also uh, balance microflora in the gut so and support overall cognitive brain function. I got a fun fact about cordyceps. You ever played the video game Last of Us? Yes. Cord isn't cordyceps what caused the, the decline of, of uh, civilization? Yep. Started the whole see. Fun fact for gamers out there. You know what I'm saying? Get 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 your Last of Us uh your your fix on all. It's got a lot of these things on. It doesn't. The one thing it doesn't have though, Suave, is the warning. Oh oh. Uh, natural antioxidants, nootropics, and caffeine that deliver hours of sustained non-jittery energy, but without the crash. Truth be told, I'm gonna keep it a buck. I got a nice, uh, a nice long drive ahead of me. I, I'm probably gonna see if I can find me one of these. I'd be scared though. <laughs> Please don't. It's only gonna be one. <laughs> no, that's all it takes. <laughs> I might sip, <laughs> sip, hey, sip when I drive. No. I might sip when I wait. <laughs> no, don't do it. Reconsider, reconsider. On the subject, please don't drink that. And drive. <laughs> don't drink and drive. That don't drink and drive. All right. If, uh, if, you, if you care anything about the future of this program, don't do that. Uh, and don't substitute it with Prime either, because Prime supposedly has three times the caffeine of a Red Bull. Yeah, yeah, and I've seen people drink two of those back to back. Not happening. Uh, for those of you who don't know what taurine is, Google it. <laughs> There, there's a there's a rumor about taurine. I need to do some more googling about that. But the the think about the base of the word, the uh, the etymology of the word. So I, we'll go from there. Um, Will Osprey, Big Bruv, as I call him, lovingly. Bruv got a bag. Big Bruv got a bag. <laughs> Big Bruv's got a brand new bag. What I here here's. What's, what's, yeah, you've been waiting all show for this. What what is? I want to keep it short. I'm going I'm going to keep it short because okay. the rest of the conversation isn't really worth my time to be co completely and totally honest with you. But things things got to make sense, okay. right? Things got to make sense. All right, all right. Big okay. Big Bruv was on a uh, Big Bruv was on a match card. For a video game themed match to be alongside Brian Cage, Kanosuke Takeshita, and uh, who was the other one? 
forgot it was it was three of them. Oh, um, my man, uh, Hacksaw Hobbs. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then on the other side, it was Kenny Omega, Chris Jericho, uh, Paul White, and uh, who was the fourth person? Oh, uh, Kota Ibushi. Out of nowhere. And, and it seemingly to be due to previous commitments, Will Osprey was pulled from the match. On the same or the same week as this match, Will Osprey comes out to be the newest signed talent for All Elite Wrestling or signs the contract in the ring on Saturday with All Elite Wrestling in the same week. So and he's not he he's not he's neither heel nor face. He's just big bruv. But you were aligned with the Don Callis family and you get replaced with my man from uh, from Aussie Open. Your teammate, your, your stable mate. But all you got is to tell the fans to wait for you to finish up your commitments with, with, uh, with New Japan. Like, if you're going to remove somebody from a situation... I mean, sure, this is how you do it. But, like, why make something that didn't matter already matter even less? You got to ask the guy signing the checks because I guarantee you Big Bruv is not in charge of any of his booking decisions. The only thing he's in charge of is his schedule. And he's almost not even in charge of that. In, in a few months, he so won't be. If he... Unless it's in his contract. So, <laughs> oh no! At this point, I'm pretty sure Kanos is is bending. He's bending it like Beckham when it comes to these contracts. Now, what I will say is that I see this as a positive, mainly because Kenny's not wrestling as much as he used to. Everyone sees that. Everyone notices it. And when he is wrestling, it's in some form of a tag team match. Now he got a little, he got a little loose and got a little active at full gear. Hmm. However, hmm. you haven't really seen him do the solo campaign that he did during his world title run. Whatever the reason for that is whatever the reason is. However, Kenneth is getting older in age. Same for a lot of the, the new signees from, you know, post WWE fame. So your Christians, your Ric Flair's, your Stings, your um, your Adam Copeland's, they're elevated in age. And I almost feel like Kanos is making a play to secure a younger core to move forward, which I would love. I love that too. Like the one thing AEW lacks more than anything is brand recognition outside of former WWE talent. The top of that card is looking just like WCW did in its heyday. Aged out, still can go, but it's looking aged out. But you got people who have the ability to carry the company forward for years to come. Max, uh, Swerve, uh, Hangnail. Um, eh. I mean, like, like I mean, he, he he fits. He but fits. He yeah. Fit. Yeah. It's like you 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 can fill the roster with add, adding him in as a as a as a participant, like or as a as a slot holder. And as far as a, a as a youth centered nucleus goes, absolutely, yeah, sure. Yeah, uh, but I mean Wardlow, like 
they have enough talent that they can actually build and use the the veterans as seasoning. You don't have to make them enhancement, but you can use them as seasoning. Adam Copeland as seasoning, Sting right. as seasoning. And you ain't got much longer on that. Right. But you but you ran that out. Like if you I don't know how Darby, Sting Darby's getting ready to climb Mount Everest, so I, I would not figure him in a whole bunch of future plans until after that. Yeah. Is completed successfully. We hope. <laughs> <laughs> hit the bell we hope we wish <laughs> nothing we, we want you to come back my nothing wife. but the best and we're not talking about your future endeavors we talking about in the here and now <laughs> in the here <laughs> and now in the year in the year of our lord suave i got one other piece of business here I, oh, am i missing anything are we, are we have we hit every all the points let me i let think me we did evaluate. let me give me a second to evaluate Oh, you know, we got to play a game and then we'll get out of here. All right, there it is. Uh, in three, two. Hey, hey. You know who ain't going to win. You know who ain't going to win. You know who ain't going to win. You say that bitch again. I know who ain't going to win. You know who ain't going to win. You know who ain't going to win. We say that bitch again. One, two, two, three. Yo, yo. One, two, two, three. Get the Ah, no. One, one, two, two, three. Get your. Yeah, yeah. One, two, two, three. Get the. Yep. Hey, 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 hey. Who is the sponsor by? It's sponsored by your mama's cooking. <laughs> Yo, bitch. It's that kind of party this year, man. Like, literally, for those of you who don't have your mother's, you know, blessings to you and yours, but for those of you who still do, I don't care if she can't cook. Have some of your mama's cooking. It's only right. It's the only time of year where it really matters. And plus, Facts. Blue Star Gang taking on the W's, whatever they call themselves this year. That's going to be a massacre. Pull up. Don't care. Doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Survivor Series 2023 is on the table. Right. We have so far five matches as, as of this recording. Maybe five, more. Five. Maybe more to come. We shall see. Let's run them down real quick. Like Santos right. Escobar versus Carlito. Swaff and Winkle win. Carlito. Carlito ain't gonna win. I hate it for him because he's coming back. I, I hate that he come back in the best shape it was like to be an enhancement talent. Uh women I mean, it's, not an, it's not an enhancement talent, but at the same time, I mean who are you gonna get more out of? Carlito or Santos at this point? How many how many W's Carlito gonna get and is he gonna get a title run anytime soon? What what title is it? Yeah. Exactly. Uh for the women's war game match, we have a war games match. Bianca Belair, Chick Flair, Shotzi, Becky Lynch taking on Damage Control, Bailey, Asuka, Io Sky, and Kyrie, Kyrie Sane. One of those doesn't belong. One of these is just like not like the other. Swaff, who ain't gonna win? I feel like for the for the sake of what Damage Control can be and would be, the Face Gang ain't winning. Face Gang ain't winning. We on the same page. Oh, we might we might have a, a same a same card here. Uh, hey, look, we got we got a tone for full gear because there's a couple of them. We yeesh. Swing and a miss. The whiff. Men's War Games match. Now, this is a two-parter. Uh, Judgment Day, who's Damian Priest, Finn Balor, Dirty Dominic Mysterio, JD McDonough, and the newly uh the newly pledged, the newly crossed 
Drew McIntyre taking on uh, Cody Rhodes, Seth Rollins, Jey Uso, Sami Zayn, and a player to be named later. Two questions. One, who ain't going to win? Two, who's the player to be named later? I'll answer those in reverse order. There you go. Um, player to be named later, Randy Orton. I hear voices in my head. That's what I. That's what they called me. Told me what they, what they said. For that reason and because of what could potentially happen coming out of that, I'm Boy. going to again say face gang. Ain't Boy. You ain't, what are we? What are we here for? You ain't about to split up the uh, the Judgment Day, not at War Games. You're not about to split up Damage Control, not at War Games. It's gonna come out after War Games when these things happen. I will say you have a better shot at dissolving part of the Judgment Day at War Games than you do dissolving a newly formed faction in Damage Control. Look at you. <laughs> the, now, the, the analysis is on point right now. You know what I'm saying? Uh. For the women's world championship, your champion Rhea Ripley taking on Zoe Stark. Swaffle ain't gonna win. Anybody not named Rhea Ripley. Nothing more needs to be said. For- if it was a parlay, you could use her every time and get it. You know you got one coming. If this wasn't a war games match, and people can say what they want to say for what I'm about to say about this next match. If this wasn't a war games pay-per-view, this match could easily main event this show. For the Intercontinental Championship, Gunther taking on The Miz. Swaffle ain't gonna win. The Miz. Miz ain't gonna win. Uh, this ain't the time for Miz. <laughs> this ain't the time for Miz to win. Moreover, it ain't the time for Gunther to lose. Mike getting mauled. I don't know about that. We I mean, we we've I seen him open up a whole he, new bag. I didn't say he was getting washed or squashed. I okay. Said he was getting mauled. Okay. Okay. There you go. He yeah. will take some blunt force trauma during this match. To par- to paraphrase uh great 90s battle rappers, they say the hands on his chest look like taco meat. Miz gonna come out of there battered and bruised. <laughs> it ain't gonna be pretty. But Miz, At you all. ain't gonna win. And that's it. Show at brokenpencilbc.com. Show at brokenpencilbc.com. Brokenpencilbc at gmail.com. On all things social, at brokenpencilbc. On what? Everything. 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 I am Sweet Potato Fly. This is the man that has the, uh, he fries, deep fries, dive turkeys to 350 degrees, swab for mayor, on everything for him. I am at day one. We thank you. We give thanks. And uh, take him to the house. Do we get cranberry mimosas at the Survivor Series? Ooh. Ooh. Did he take a two? Did he, did he prorate the buyout and get two days back? Chicago. To avoid, to avoid the lawsuit that should come with that? Chicago. Man, would you, would you let somebody foot your bag for you? For two day over two days, yo. What if he's a to be a to be announced and it happens on Saturday? You want to is is making the announcement as as legally binding as a debut? Yes, because at that point it's actually tampering. <laughs> 
Actually, okay. No, if it was a character. Wait a minute. Wait, here, here's the thing about that. Oh, if, hey, Unk shows up today. Here's the thing. Because Unk, Unk is going to have a lot to do about whether or not this happens or not. If the date was in any sort of flux or debate, you would have heard that a long time ago. We settled that. We we settled that. And it's we're off by two days. At the at the extreme maximum, we're off by two days. We don't see. So if we off by two days and Survivor Series is on a Saturday, what they doing Monday? Where are they Monday? That's exactly what I'm Googling. <laughs> Because <laughs> if they're still in Chicago, you might as well. Hey, this is a. Let's see here. Money I'm just saying, if you're in the business of dealing knockout blows, this is as good of a knockout blow as you can get. November 27th. Uh, tickets. Please um, tell me they staying in Chicago. Man, I, I'm, I'm with you. I'm hoping so. Please tell me they're still in Chicago. Please. Only because I want the internet to keep sweating. Keep sweating? Uh, keep sweating? Keep sweating like keep sweating. Let's see. You got about two <laughs> minutes, and I got about that much time to find it. Let's see here. Make it last forever. Monday Night Raw. Oh, baby, I like it raw. They are not in Chicago next Monday. Mm. But they are in enemy territory. Where? Nashville. Cashville, Tennessee. T- Cashville, Tennessee. What up, Slago? Over under 51% Oof. that we see cranberry mimosa. God. Come on, Let's bro. See, we it, need to parlay. Over. I got over 51%. Okay. Wait, that was- I'll, take, I'll take the over just because like this makes too much sense. Like the stars and the moon line up too closely to miss the opportunity for a total eclipse. Because here's what's gonna happen: if you don't see him on Saturday, you're just gonna add fuel to the idea that he's the guy behind the devil mask. That's just that's exactly what the internet is gonna pivot to. If he doesn't show up in Chicago for Survivor Series, then he's going to end up being named as the devil until the devil unmasks in AEW. Put this in your pipe for next week. How bad would the backlash be if he shows up in Chicago or Nashville for us to find out who 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 we know the devil is going to end up being if it's not Cranberry Mimosa? <laughs> Will there be revolt in the form of uh, absence in the seats, or will there be revolt in terms of the uh, the crowd reaction, or will we still continue to get people who who are smarter than the writers? I I don't think you're gonna have the backlash because you have what equates to a plan B. There's always a plan the, B. Yeah, the plan the plan B is the guy on crutches, always has been. So if it's not CM Punk was a cool idea that the internet came up with. We have no reason to believe that he's that guy. 
other than the fact that like okay it would be kind of cool it would be the greatest trick Kanos ever played and basically would mean the greatest trick the devil ever played was making you think he didn't exist so making people think CM Punk wasn't in the company anymore and he comes back under a mask bravo I don't care how much money you got you're not giving that away on TV not for free of course not you shouldn't you shouldn't give it away on free television Unless you're in a ratings war or you're in a situation where you're trying to boost ratings so that you can get a new TV deal. <laughs> do you do you do it on a Saturday on free television versus a pay-per-view? Clash of the Champions, not. WrestleMania. <laughs> it's it's Wednesday. No. Wednesday. No, 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 no. We we no, we if, we know that's the day you should do it. Does he do it on that day? That would be a mega fail. <laughs> Bruh, like, no. Like, no cap. Like, the reveal of this angle cannot be on Collision or Rampage. It has to be pay-per-view or Wednesday. That's it. It's dynamite or paid TV. Cannot do this on a Saturday. You cannot do this Friday night. Don't have the traffic for it to matter. Swap take them to the house. Pencil pushers. Like, rate, subscribe. Um, share, comment, tell a friend, tell that friend to tell a friend, and then tell, tell that, that friend, friend again. again. Heads up, pencils down. Yes, sir.